<laughs> we had a, I had a mate, mates in a band called Testa di Cazzo, which means dickhead in Italian. And they had a competition on stage that was like, who could piss themselves <laughs> uh, first, basically. That was like so King, like, King of know, the Road with the skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's all about context, isn't it? Some yeah. people are like, oh, I shit myself now, I have to play a gig. This other band's like, I bet I can piss myself before you. Welcome to the worst gig of my life. I'm Joe Lucas and I chat with musicians, bands and comedians to hear the real, uncensored stories of the worst gigs I've ever played. This week we have Wet Love, a hard-rocking gruesome twosome with some fantastic bad gig stories. Before we start, I'd like to thank our caterers, Devourit Catering, who provide award-winning pies for all of our guests. Enjoy the show and sorry for the bad language. Go on, Pato. Hi, I'm Pato. I play guitar and Korg and sing for this current band, Wet Love. I'm uh, I'm right. Todd and I play the drums and sing for Wet Love. Pat has said current band because we're in a bunch of different ones together. Mm. But this evening, we are Wet Love, which is the funnest one to do. Yeah, you guys are loose with your bands, you know, spreading it, it far and wide. Yeah, we're uh, oh, a yeah. polygamist band, band members for sure. <laughs> yeah. Shooting that musical DNA That's left, it. right and centre. <laughs> well, I think I, we count. We're in three together. And Four. then, you, wait, three. three? Yeah. And then I'm in another one, and you're in another one. Yeah. Let's look. Oh, yeah. But it's the Drinkerman, the Inkerman, Wet Love, and then sweets. Mems Sweets. Yeah. Is that it? That's five, yeah. There you go. That's five probably bands. too many I mean, bands. There like used, used to be two more people. than them. And yeah, so not, not enough time for one band, let alone five. Five. And somehow yeah. we fit it all in. So Is it just like you just start a new band because you have just one bit of music that you want to play and you can't play it with the current band you're in? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> but also a lot of the music came from the share house we used to live in together. True. So it was nice. a lot easier just to be like, I need someone to play drums on this track. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. kick in Todd's right. door yeah, at 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So I have an yeah. idea. Yeah. But we're going to need a new band for this idea. So we'll start a new band and we'll do it. Your name's now Kevin and uh, it's going to be great, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, uh, I think it was, like, the rap group started just for fun and just the, and then a guy who's an actual rapper in the western sh- suburb, shout out to Alflex and Vision, they're great, the sneakerheads. Um, he kept going, oh, he loves the west and loves Footscray. And he's, he was like, come support my actual rap show. And we were like, you don't want us there, man. Like, no, come on, no, no, no. It was a joke. Yeah. But um, a mate of ours, uh, partner worked for the Age, and she and they owned the Maribyrnong Leader before R.I.P. Maribyrnong Leader, the local newspaper. Mm-hmm. And we got on the front page of that completely because of her, because we wrote a song about the Western suburbs called West. Nice. Check it out, the Inkerman West on YouTube. It's got five thousand plays. Five thousand plays. That's it. It's only been up there for five years. Boys, a, thousand <laughs> a thousand views a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Alflex was like, "You guys are legit," but we're absolutely <laughs> we are not. And then Kieran couldn't make it. We would do like a weekly recording session for the um, raps for fun. And Kieran couldn't make it that one of our other band members um, or rap group members, MCs, if you will. (laughs) So uh, he was working full time at the time. So Pato and I were like, well, we'll just make other music whenever he's not here. And Wet Love was born. And we're called Wet Love because we used to make the music in a very leaky shed that flooded regularly. 
I thought it was a group sex thing, but yeah, no, uh, that's cool. Yeah, mind. I mean, Go come on, on now. now. That's it. It's <laughs> <laughs> completely innocent. <laughs> Wait, how dare you think that a band called Wet Love has anything to do with sex? <laughs> we don't have sex. No, Shut up. Come on, that's it. I, mean, I do. There is a, we have a song called My Mum Asked Me Why My Band's Called Wet Love. <laughs> I still don't have an answer for your mum. Sorry. So, sorry yeah. for swearing as well. You want to mm-hmm. actually, uh, I'll edit that out because you want to keep it a mystery. Yeah. You don't want yeah. people knowing why you're called wet love. True. You could make this whole persona around yourselves like you, yeah. Hugh Hefner reincarnate. <laughs> even even though he's still alive, reincarnate. No, he's dead. He is dead. He's dead. Okay, yeah, no, he I was right to reincarnate. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he died a couple of years ago. Yeah. Did he? It was time. Oh, yeah. he's pretty like, old. Yeah. No, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, no, he's dead. He totally, I remember him dying. Yeah, I, I watched uh. a documentary on him at uh, Melbourne Film Festival once, and I was like, "You're a badass! What a dude!" He used to. Anyway, fuck it. It's not about him. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, the, yeah. the worst gigs that you've ever played. Mm. Oh yeah, that's why. We're yeah, here. no, we we'll get it back on track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said the name of the of the show. That's oh, yeah, it. Yeah. It well, <laughs> we ta- we talked about it because we knew what we were getting into when we were coming here. I'm sure every band or person goes like. Well, shit, we now need to think of one. Yeah. And it was kind of hard because, like, I'm sure some people do come here and say, playing a gig's pretty fun. It's kind of hard to have mm. a bad one. It depends how bad it is, though. True, like if you, true, If yeah. you follow through on a fart before you play, you know, it's not... I did it's a little bit different. Someone's yeah. talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Ned, shout out to Ned. <laughs> Never forget. Shout out to Ned. That's, yeah. <laughs> we had a, I had a mate in a band called Testa de Cazzo, which means dickhead in Italian. And they had a competition on stage that was like, who could piss themselves uh, first, basically. That was like so King, like, King of know, the Road with the skateboarding. It's all about context, isn't it? Some yeah. people are like, oh, I shit myself now, I have to play a gig. This other band's like, I bet I can piss myself before you It's like if Jackass formed a band. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I fucking, I bet I'll piss myself. Yeah. That's it. No, the worst gig uh, was at Revolver. And Dave Crofty from Mojo Pin booked it. Or ex, ex Mojo Pin. Ex Mojo Pin. Yeah. He's the not drum. their drummer anymore. He's the drummer, yeah. Like, they're still looking for a drummer. Yeah. If you're out there it. listening, the Mojo Pin group is still looking for a drummer. It's been like two they months. Tried to, they tried to poach Todd for a bit, yeah. True. I went to one. We had a great night at Sound City. And uh, if I'm available, I will drum for him because I know all their songs because we've played so many gigs mm. with them. But mm. it's not a full-time thing. I'm feeling go find someone who's not in five other bands already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six, six. Forget six, about it. Five it. is fine. Oh, six is unreasonable. You can count your bands on one hand. But uh, <laughs> I'll please, number. you tell them about how your day was bad. Yeah. So I mean, the gig. So we, we'll do a chronological order. Please. Guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Tell me a story. Paint That's me a picture. So I'm a, house, a painter. house painter. By oh, perfect. Perfect. That's a painter. That's perfect. And it just so happened that the day of that gig, uh, we're finishing a job and uh, there was, I don't know if you know what Venetian plaster walls are. It's just kind of like it's fancy. Uh, Is it where you it's, know got, it the, you it's got like the patterns it in does, the plaster, yeah, yeah. like around the trim. It kind of feels like tiles. It feels like, uh, yeah. you, can, you can do entire walls with it. It's like quite expensive to do. And uh, being, I've been at this job and we didn't do the Venetian plastering, but it was just, it happened to be there and they put a new floor and everything. And uh, painting for a week kind of thing, uh, ceilings as well. And I was putting the blinds on that had been up at the uh, start of the <laughs> uh, job and just like rolled them once they were installed were again. Were the blinds Venetian as well? No, no. They wow. were just the, the typical roll. <sighs> and they were up when I'd painted the ceiling and I was just like testing them out and I'd realised I'd dropped paint all over these blinds, oh. which were custom 
these perfect things. So I was like, oh, fuck. If they can that's, pay for Venetian plaster, they can pay for like yeah. some classy-ass blinds. Mm. And the, how do you think they got so much money, though? custom at the time. I didn't know they were really expensive ones. So I was like, oh, I'll take them down and bring It'll them the bad out. news. And It'll whilst I was taking them down, it fell and scratched the Venetian plaster walls uh, and it dented the brand new uh, timber floor as well. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> this is like, <laughs> the, like the blinds, I was about to leave, like everything was cleaned up, like the, the job was oh, done. Fuck. And I done that. <laughs> so, it out, so it turns out the blinds were custom, like $3,000 custom blinds. The Venetian, I didn't even hear about it. Like my boss was very, very good about the whole thing. I like slowly invoiced him for less and less each week yeah. as that was being paid off. But this is before the gig. Oh, the day uh, so, off. But this is, what do you want your, the day? My day doesn't hold a candle to Paddo's. That was a big disaster. Yeah, that's a goddamn hell but, of a uh, handbasket. Uh, I work in film and TV. I'm a freelance set dresser. And so my first, it was my first full-time set dressing gig on a show. Um, what show? Uh, it's called it's called Superwog. I mean, you might know them off YouTube. They're yeah, like yeah, very famous on YouTube. I do, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that show. They got yeah. a million subscribers or something. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So no, that's no, all no, they've no, ever no. done since they left high school, these two, the Sedern brothers. Shout out to those guys because uh, that was, I mean, it, it was fun in a way because they're comedians and it was funny, but like it was fast and loose and it didn't have much money. When you when yeah. the ABC funds a YouTube show, they don't tip a million bucks into it. So no. uh, it was it was pretty hard work with a lot of unpaid overtime. And I was about, I don't know, five or six weeks into the production, really struggling. Like you do, I don't know if people know about film and TV, you do like 60 hour weeks without a warm up, you know. Mm. It's really because you, you got to go where the work is when it's happening and then you're unemployed again. So I'm hustling hard doing 60 hour weeks, absolute ass of a day, dressing and striking all these sets in sunshine. It's a backbreaker, you know. What does it mean and, to uh, strike a set? Uh, when you, so to dress, sorry, when you dress a set, you bring everything in. They point a camera at it. The actors do whatever they got to do, and then when you strike a set, you get rid of it again. Oh. so you put it all back, and then you take it all back to where it came from. So set, set up and pack up. Set up and pack up. You've seen how the sausage is made. I'm sorry, I've ruined <laughs> television for you forever. It's not already all there. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I love how industries just invent their own jargon totally. to make it seem like cool. only yeah. they can do what they do. And if yeah, you don't know it. the words, you're a piece of shit, and you yeah, can't totally, work in that industry. Totally. Yeah. Oh, we got to set up. Oh, set up. That's it. Set mm-hmm. up. You, you say two <laughs> syllables, do you? No, mate. Idiot. Yeah. Well, the, it's like even departmental in my industry, it's like the groups will be like, oh, we need a 40-foot diff. And you're like, you may as well have spoken Spanish to me, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Rough-ass, hardcore, low-budget, nasty filmmaking. And I got home like, you know, an hour before the gig started, shoved the drum kit in, you know, and I've already done a lot of removing things from yeah, trucks yeah. and back in again all day so the muscles are hurting in they go we get to the gig um and it begins to just like torrentially bucket rain mercifully it's on chapel street at revolver so we're a little bit undercover but that small wedge of two inches between where the awnings are and where your car is will get your drum kit and electronics nice and moist all the same oh yeah and revolver if you don't know wherever you're watching in the world uh is up a lot of stairs so we get in there, it's all good, you know, gigs are fun. You gotta just get rid of that day and we'll have a fun fucking gig. Mm-hmm. We've been and it's a revolver, you know, it's established, it's an established venue and it's nice and you think a few people are gonna come in. Well Little <laughs> <Pato, laughs> do we know. Yeah. Little did we know that the only person in the audience was my uh, beloved girlfriend Celia. And Celia. that's it. The rest of the room is completely uh, empty, except for the um, bar lady. 
who just loved us. Oh, was was there a sound guy off. there at least? Yeah, we did yeah, have was, a sound yeah. guy. Okay. Well, so you like the three. sound guy's like hidden though. It's up like a weird DJ booth in the. Ah. So you can't even see that. He, like, he was still probably watching or listening good. in some capacity. So, True. I mean, three is better than two. True. Bless him. True. I mean, it's always a good gig when the uh, audience, despite one, two of them being paid to be there, uh, outnumbers the band. So it's good we're a two-piece <laughs> otherwise. Still paying, <laughs> still yeah. paying silly. Yeah, I just paid it a show up. She got, got her appearance fee all the same, yeah. you got to add, add some more members so then they can invite more people. Like That's You true. get some it of the maracas, you get some bongos, you need yeah. a xylophone in there, recorder, rhythm sticks. They'll invite their friends and all of a sudden you get 10 people instead of two. True, true, true. true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was only three people. Empty room. Empty, completely empty room. <laughs> Acoustics were fantastic. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, we, it's funny because, like, it's a bad, I guess it's a bad gig on paper. The day it's surrounding it was very case. bad. I can't remember exactly. Pato trashed some millionaire's fun. house. Yeah. I was breaking my back doing a low-budget ABC program. We got to the gig. No one came. <laughs> yeah. uh, we played the gig, whatever, and then we got outside at the end, and sure enough, uh, there was parking tickets. So that's the worst possible day and gig. True. Did, what was the discussion like after that, after you had the day you had and the gig you had? I don't know if we ever, ever talked about it until now. Yeah. yeah well, we, <laughs> so it's just like, complete what, what repression. That we got the parking tickets and yeah. like, I wanted to kill myself. That was the revolt yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> like generating the energy, we're like quite a fast and loud band. So like you got to generate a bit of energy. So your well is already depleted when the day's yeah. been coming out. Yeah. But I mean, if that's the worst, like, I mean, I've we've seen people on this very program, like one guy was just completely rat assed fuck eyed drunk and still had to get like a, a lot of a kilometers even to get yeah, to the gig before sure. he and he was already <laughs> blind and Jimmy Jimmy Howard is Jimmy that Howard, that was the one. Yeah, had a had a couple of tokes on a jazz cigarette and yep. then quite a few beers and went to play. Jeez, I mean it's <laughs> a recipe for success sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it works for like Ian Gallagher. You know, he makes a whole life out of it. Jeez, but, you know, you can't, yeah. Not everyone can be uh, Ian Gallagher or Rod Stewart or That's Mick it. Jagger. You know, there's only so many people that can take it. Yeah. Well, they're Pato- like finally tuned athletes, though. That True, thing. that's it. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're match fit. <laughs> <laughs> the um, but Pato had, a, and then we were talking more about like worst gigs, and how maybe there are times where we had a great gig, but perhaps the audience thought it was a horrific gig. I'm sure there's been a bunch of those. Like we played, yeah. we used to hold a music festival in our backyard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every sure. year called Toddle R.I.P. Fuck yeah. And uh, it wasn't named after me. Well, I guess it kind of was, but then it wasn't. It's silly anyway. That's a long story. It's a long yeah. story, but. <laughs> It was like toddle to Maidstone. We had a massive backyard, so we could just get like well over 100 people in there, get any band who was willing to play all day. We held a raffle. We'd sell $2 Aldi tinnies um, out of a bar that we made. And like, it was awesome. It was like the funnest times of our lives. But on, so it was four years ago, was the second last one. Oh, yeah. And we were, I think we were just a little bit high on ourselves, thinking it was going to be a massive day. So we bought like custom shiny tracksuits. We yes. gave ourselves big entrances, like a mate introduced us. Yes. We were the, the cover band at the end of the night. Everyone knew we were playing and the, the crowd was like really pumped. And we got up there and like, of course, we're all like, you know, pretty inebriated by this point. Yeah. We've been organizing this festival for a few days and then it starts at midday and goes to midnight. The band stops. So 12 hours of solid pissing up and debauchery. <laughs> yeah. And we probably played for like 90 minutes and it definitely wore out its welcome at least halfway through. Wait, hi, sorry, I... Did you say you played for 90 minutes? Yeah, because, yeah, I like mean, that. we were like, we'll just give them everything and we're like... I think we thought we were the food That's a long time, guys. Hours, yeah, yeah. yeah, for yeah. sure, yeah. And definitely. just, like, that whole in-between songs, like, I don't know what's happening. Then it, it's not happening quick enough and... 
Yeah, the, the, the singer was like in trying to introduce every song like yeah. in a funny way and that kind of thing. Chatting to the crowd, but yeah, the crowd's just but not you into really it. Just gonna need to get on with it, like yeah. totally. Yeah, I'd say like forty percent of it was just like rambling, <laughs> or us going like, "Oh, what song's next?" It was so rad ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like I remember I've seen the GoPro footage of it. It's not <laughs> like what I thought was a long time in between songs. Drunk was a lot different to sober, and it was like, they perceived yeah. it quite differently. I'm like yelling at the footage, going, "Play the next song!" Yeah, for God's <laughs> sake, Jesus! <laughs> oh. And they're like. One person leaving the shot, like the crowd was like people were, like actually just going home at this point. Slowly like, like yeah. filtering so, out. There's yeah. less and less and people. We're saying, like, like, like we won't play live music after midnight because like we respect the neighbors. And I think we finished at one a.m. Like, like the live music. So like yeah. essentially breaking the law at that point. Like, totally. Like, people told me that they'd gone and like had a full nap on oh, the yeah. couch inside <laughs> and come back out and we were still playing. <laughs> like just so arrogant. <laughs> so that probably was one. But then you had one at primary school. This is probably a different band. Oh, Primary yeah. school. Oh, yeah, so I haven't gone that far back. I, I think I was in high school at that point. Oh, anyway, I, was. I was in the High Street Youth Band, Brass Band. They nice. used to they famously used to play the Footscray uh, Bulldogs at halftime and people would like throw coins in. I never, I joined it after that. I think there was a health and safety <laughs> thing with the. They the would point. throw coins Kids kept getting killed yeah. with coins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just you know, stop I it. Think, actually, <laughs> people you know that thing at Coles that you put a dollar in and it goes like round and round and round for ages? That was us. It was like the Chubos. But Pat is an exceptional Cornette player from back in the day. Oh, classically trained. Oh, what's yeah. up? So um, for those at home, that's a trumpet. But um, <laughs> we, I was in the High Street Youth Band and we... It, that we do gigs like every so often and it was much much like there was no one there it was like except our parents kind of thing but we entered the state marching band competition and it was in sale so that's a th- like just a, around a, the corner a three-hour, yeah. dri- a three-hour drive pissing down rain uh absolutely no one there and <laughs> the three youngest members of the band like probably nine or ten they all got pneumonia <laughs> from us going to this fucking like uh thing that no one was at like that, from, that so like they got pneumonia from playing in the yeah, rain. Yeah, hundred percent. Like they, yeah. kept, they yeah. Par- parents and guardians and teachers subjected these children to <laughs> torrential downpour, freezing cold, sail, uh, rain, so, so gave no. them pneumonia. <laughs> no money involved. Yeah. Did they at least play well? Just for the love of it. The no, no, we came dead last. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any least, junior band, it was, it was it a then. senior band competition with any junior band in it. Last Just place, <laughs> three-hour drive. The youngest kids got pneumonia. <laughs> it's a six-hour round trip, too. Yeah. No one was yeah. throwing coins. We, I think I feel <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're in a minibus when it's pissing down rain. It's all cold outside and you get that fog. Yeah. The, the, the minibus couldn't keep up with the fog. So, like, we pulled over a couple of times for everyone to actually they could, physically could, wipe the it. The demister didn't it, work. The demister didn't work. So, yeah. <laughs> we all could have died on the uh, whatever freeway goes to sale. So, <laughs> The, uh, no. the demister to stressed children ratio no. is just so out of whack. <laughs> I've also fallen like arse over into a drum kit in another band. I mean, like, it. kind of like rocking out back. It's going like. Shout out to the sweets. <laughs> They've been around for more than Probably, 10 years. We have, yeah. Yeah. Play gave myself a concussion on the crash symbol. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. And I remember like getting up, like, rock and roll. And I was like, <laughs> and they're like, do you just want to start the song again? I was like, no. No. Dude, your nose is bleeding. Yeah. Play one more song and then I'll get off. Like, yeah. I think it's like the second song of the set. That's just way too embarrassed. It doesn't help when they're like, oh, you fucking dickhead. Like, yeah. From my own band members. <laughs> I can see. Hey guys, I can Ash see you. Like, just like, 
<laughs> I didn't let you forget it for like that. two years. So <laughs> this is forever. That's the drama. That's the drama. Yeah. Your mate's fallen over is the funniest thing ever, though. Like, yeah, you can't oh, not yeah, laugh at that. Yeah. Oh, totally. If I was in his position, I would have given him shit too. It's like, unless there's blood coming out of their ears, it's always funny. True, true. Yeah, uh, mate, I got a mate, same as Kieran Leeting of about it. When he hits his shin, like, it's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. It just makes me laugh, and you have to. I think you have to be someone's best friend for it to be hilarious. Everyone else be like, Is that guy all right? (laughs) Oh, Nash, I hope he's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing just thinking about it. (laughs) So, I mean, that's kind of it. I mean, every other time. Actually, I saw that. Do you remember that band Metro Station? Yeah. Shake, shake, shake. Do I remember? Shut up. Yes, I remember. Of course. I mean, how do we forget? It so, comes on all the time in at least a remix or in the original version at almost every club I go to. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Billy Ray Cyrus is like definitely butted that song because it's his kid. That's his son. I don't know if that's like a- Is it? That's Miley Cyrus's, that. Miley Cyrus's brother. Wait, what? Metro Station is Miley Cyrus's brother. Yeah, I know, right? So you that really like, rustled my jimmies. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah. <laughs> Drop that one on you. Uh, so now that- Take, take, all, the time you need. take all the time you need. And he went from like- <laughs> Was he in Hannah Montana? Or was that not an actor playing his brother? Oh, I've never seen it. I've never yeah. seen it. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. What if it wasn't? And he's just sitting at home like, you're fucking kidding you me. Like, got, I'm 26. I'm, and actually, I didn't know I'm actually her brother. And you just straight up said, no, I'm going to go get another yeah. guy. Like, I'm available, you jerks. <laughs> so uh, uh, Metro Station, back way back in the day when, I, when they were popular. And there was definitely like that uh, punk emo phase, catchy pop punk emo phase. And I was working at Channel 31 voluntarily as a uh, host of a show called 1700, which I think is still on um, on Channel 31. It's totally still on. 1700, what's that about? At 5 p.m. It's a music show every day on Channel 31, Monday to Friday at 5 p.m. 1700. What do do they do? What's the? Well, they just get bands on and then just talk some shit about music. But it's just a way for... It was awesome, actually. Students of RMIT. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of students of RMIT. I got on there through there through a friend who was doing it at the time. And I was there for years. It was great. Like, they would get a bunch of local bands in. They'd play a little gig. Yes. Yeah, um, it was just, like, shoved in the corner in this tiny studio on Channel 31 at the top of uh, Swanson Street. Mm. But they used to get free tickets as, to stuff as a result because it was through SIN and RMIT and it was, you know, the students and the young people. Yeah. And we could review it. It was just, like, a, re- a way to have content. I'm trying to, I guess I'm trying to justify myself going to see Metro Station. That's what I'm really getting at here. So anyway, <laughs> that's it. I never liked them, whatever, but we went to see them and um, they're like the top of the pops at the minute. They're a hot band. It was at the Hi-Fi bar and they're playing away and their song finishes and then they don't start the next song, even though it seems like they probably should. And then they awkwardly are just like ignoring the audience and kind of talking to each other and like doing a little bit of a huddle. Um, so went, they, they played their first song they played a few songs they were like into the gig okay, and, then, the and gig. then they just stopped and then and they just, just kind of stopped and they weren't really addressing us at all um, and then we you could clearly see that their laptop had broken uh, so this is a band this is not an EDM like I saw I was telling Pato I saw Hermitudes they're, they're, a D, they're a DJ MC situation they rely on digital stuff and that's fine yeah, yeah. both their laptops died at the same time at um, Laneway Festival oh shit and they completely um, riffed and just did like sample pad shit and blew it away. It was amazing. These guys are an actual fucking band with instruments and their laptop breaks and it's like control alt delete gig. They can't play without this Mac. Yeah. 
Like clearly because they're either completely yeah. Are they lip syncing or you? Are they lip syncing? Yeah. Are they they even playing guitar? Millie Vanilli. Are they? Yeah. (laughs) Have we just blown the cover off? Metro. Metro. I think Metro Station. You know, wherever you are now, hang your heads in shame. Because that was definitely the time where I... This is pre-YouTube, maybe. Yeah. Because YouTube, YouTube was around, but no one... Like, everyone would have been like, what the fuck are was you doing? Was this ever to, like, this? spoken about? This is This is some, like, expose. We're, we're, like, deep throat blowing the cover off some totally. big scandal here. Not only is the guy from Metro Station uh, Billy... Billy Ray Cyrus's son, but he is shit at live music. <laughs> yeah. His dad must have spent a lot of money covering that one up. Like my son has to be good at music, otherwise he's out. He's out. Yeah. He never got a talent for it, but I'll still tour him around the world. But uh, yeah, so that was probably the worst part of a gig I've ever seen where it was just like... Holy shit. So not, they, did they play again? They got they pressed you know reset or whatever it was a Mac I don't know what they did. Did the so the Mac came back? The Mac came back and then they, and they started just, like, playing. It must again. have been six or eight minutes, and they were never like, Sorry, Sorry guys, we'll be all right, you know, uh, or like play a riff or they just like the audience isn't here. <laughs> we will just wait for our laptop to repair. <laughs> we don't know what to fucking do because we're just like little chess pieces they've dumped on the stage. I'm not to talking like, to these arsies. No way. <laughs> exactly right. So it was very surreal. They're achy, breaky laptops. That's it. People <laughs> booing. And it was immediately just like, hey, fuck you. Metro <laughs> Station, you've been called out. Even yeah. though they're probably yeah. not doing anything these days. Watch well, probably just, yeah, probably asking his sister and his dad for money, you know. It's a good way to live. That's it. <laughs> it's a goddamn dream. You know, I wish I had a sister that was a... Uh, very super talented musician, made millions of dollars. True. And also my dad. True, true. Oh, yeah, he did that Old yeah. Town Road, too. Yeah, he's still relevant, too. Yeah. That's it. Him and uh, well, Lil Nas yeah. XL or whatever he's called. XL. Lil Nas XL. Yeah. I'm 34, so I don't know what these people <laughs> you are called. look 34. Hey, oh, hey, hey, Billy Ray Cyrus is probably 60. Yeah, it's true. He's actually he's young and relevant. He's, yeah. he's at least 60. <laughs> I think. Uh, what, what advice would you boys give to a band that's just played their worst gig? Come on this podcast. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. buddy. Yeah. We, we, what do we win? What do we win? <laughs> Thanks for that. I'll money. let my cash yeah. in the car. I'll, I'll chuck it over later. Yeah. Um, it's all right. It's all right. Like, you can't control it. Once you do, I always, you know, if you play a song, it's not yours anymore. Like, if you give it out to the world, it belongs to someone else now. Like, just because you made it, you know, music spreads. And so if you played a shit gig, it might not have been your fault, you know, it's, it'll be all right, you know. Blame someone else. That's good. <laughs> like I like, like that. Yeah, there's always a sound guy back there fucking around with the dolls too much and he's just cooked your whole set. Yeah. Totally, totally. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. What's your advice, Pat? Eh? Uh, I don't know. Plenty of it. Oh. It'll be okay. Like, it's just, it's just a shit day at the end of the day and, you know. <laughs> I didn't think about this. I saw you <laughs> ask this question to the other bands. Uh, I, 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 I want, yeah, I want some original up. answers. Into my homework, sorry. Well, I guess another original answer is like, if it was your fault, then like, pull your fucking head in. Take some accountability. <laughs> yeah. You know. Sure. Haven't you, had uh, that one, actually. That's a that's good it. one. Yeah, yeah, take some accountability. If you, if, you got, if you got like too fucked up uh, before a gig and then you couldn't play, it's like, that's your fault. You do better. Like, you, your band is a team mm. and you should lift and... You had all. You have every time in your life to get all fucked up and do what you want, especially after the gig. That's why it's called an after party, not a before party. <laughs> That's right. And um, yeah, like just even if you manage that stuff, you know, we all love a few beers. We've definitely been under the influence while playing gigs more often than not. That's fine for sure. But you know, to a reasonable just, level, yeah. Take accountability. Apologize to your band, 
and then just try to move on. We're all human. We all make mistakes. That's good. I that's think that's, that's the first piece of advice that's ever acknowledged that sometimes it's the band's fault. It, well, that it might strange, be. Yeah, you don't yeah. know. It was Metro Station's fault, wasn't it? <laughs> sometimes you suck. No, that was Steve Jobs. Yeah. Sometimes you push it too hard. Yeah, Steve Jobs. Use PC. Yeah. <laughs> no, it makes me better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Pat uses PC and I use Mac. Yeah, I fucking use that. That's uh, it. I'm a hybrid. Ooh, I use Mac, Mac to record and edit, and I use PC for games and memes. Okay, oh, cool. PC Master Race Gamer over here. That's nice. it. Mm. And that makes some pretty um, unique niche history memes. There you go. I was yeah. uh, I was playing my Nintendo GameCube earlier today, so you, you can keep your bloody PC, mate. Jesus, mate. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of town. That's it. Come <laughs> on. Uh, and you boys are going to be playing a, a live set for us. What song are you going to be playing? Oh, please, you tell them. Tell them all about uh, The song is called Atmosphere, and it's from our upcoming debut album, which we have just tracked the drums for. Uh, it is a sci-fi comedy concept Ooh. stoner insert adjective <laughs> yeah, album yeah. <laughs> uh, with a full narrator and a nice little story. Yep, yep. 13 or 14 songs. We've accidentally worked on it for a while, like years. It was a funny idea as a concept. Yeah. We didn't give it much thought and then it seemed like this has Actually, legs. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it, well, let's do it. Lockdown was very productive because oh, yeah. we had nothing else to do. Being an independent contractor, I was immediately unemployed. Mm. Um, and Pato was driving the Coles trucks to make ends meet. I was pretty sure like 98% of our population did that, driving Coles yeah. trucks at some yeah, point. Got to feed the kids. That's it, exactly. <laughs> feed the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, so we had a lot of spare time. So it actually was like weirdly productive. We yeah. couldn't hang out. We lived in a house together and barely made music. And yet in lockdown... Several suburbs away from each other. Yeah, I, would, I was just playing this. Sh- I played so much drums in lockdown, and um, you were going live on Facebook. I was going day. live on Facebook just for like <laughs> to feel alive for a moment <laughs> each day. That's it. I lost thirty. Man, I lost I'm thirty kilos. Human emotion. I lost and thirteen kilos in lockdown. Everyone's gained thir- weight. I lost thirteen kilos. Fuck you! I put on like six or I know, eight right? kilos. Everyone says, but if you play the drums, my message to you: I should not give this away. It should be like an app that I sell to people. <laughs> Right, they have to go buy a drum kit, and then I just like now let's follow through. But if you just play drums six days a week for seven months and hit you the will glass lose, Barbie, and it, <laughs> no, it wasn't on the glass Barbie, just on the regular <laughs> jazzy cigarettes and beer <laughs> diet. But uh, if you, yeah, it'll work. So I was playing the shit out of the drums. May as well record it. We've both got Pro Tools. Yeah, sent some to Pato, and every time he sent me back, it's this little package of joy of like, <laughs> what? I hated yes. this until you added guitar to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was super critical. Oh man, because yeah. He, all I'm hearing is myself playing drums. Yeah. yeah. So when I got something back and it actually sounded like a song, oh. <laughs> so it got us inspired. And then we yeah, just. Yeah, I don't know how many songs we were in before it was like. Well, do you have a name for the album? No. No. But this theme, like the whole theme we used to have was this little chant we used to do, which was uh, I'm in space, I'm, I'm in, in space, space, I'm in space. space. I'm in space. <laughs> and like, oh, we'll make we'll make a little song out of that kind of thing. Yeah. But then that little riff and that little thing will keep happening throughout the album. Yeah. I think it was like five or six albums uh, songs in. That was like, let's just make it a fucking story. True. Mm-hmm. About what loves galactic. But conquest. atmosphere is old though. That's like that True. just happened to be like a spacey thing. But that's like four years old. Atmosphere predates. Yeah, it's years old. That's an. Yeah. We're gonna play an old song because, but it was it's. Younger than the last time we released music, which was like four years ago. <laughs> you guys have been busy. It's okay. You know, yeah, this shit. happens. Oh, it's all good. Just, hey, just hey, I got a good, I got a good album name yeah. for you. Yeah, Please. Yeah. Galactic Conquest of Love. 
Oh, well, that's, I mean, it does have the title right, and it doesn't. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that sucks, no, man. We'll have, to give you, we'll have to give you some kind of uh, no. money if, if we do name it that. You'll be like, I thought of that and that's proof now. So yeah. I don't you'll want, be on the take. I don't want money. Oh, well, that's I it. Just want, declared it in a I court just, of law. This will hold up. You can yeah, just <laughs> tell people about the podcast. You know, I trade, I trade in True. exposure. So I edit it out. Yeah. Like We're actually going to call the album Worst Gig of My Life, but uh, I guess that's taken. Joe Lucas, the Worst Gig of My Life album. I don't know. Yeah, we didn't think, I haven't thought of a name of it yet. But the story's there. There's uh, a rap song in there. There's a rap song in it. Integra, yeah. Integraptic. Yes. <laughs> it's about our journey. Essentially, the story is uh, we- Set phases to love. Set phases to wet love. <laughs> We're playing a oh, gig. Oh, that's a good one. You that's can have it. that one. The, uh, <laughs> the aliens invade and they believe that we produce infinite water because we play very sweaty gigs. <laughs> so they essentially want us to like scientifically, whatever, figure out a way because their planet's out of water. And they're like, we'll snatch these guys up and make them produce our water, essentially. <laughs> they're like, they're the key. And there's a bunch of shenanigans in there. Um, but it's also set in the future a little bit where, like, the whole Earth relies on Twitter polls to make, like, political decisions. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Which band do you want representing to, to beg for our salvation? Yeah, true. Because <laughs> we can tell that the aliens, like... Two-piece bands. I guess it's quite a complicated story when you start yeah. saying it out loud, isn't it? It's actually, <laughs> that's a really interesting concept. The, like the Twitter aliens. poll gets uh, sponsored by KFC because the uh, Earth Secret Service is running out of money. They don't have like so it's sponsored by KFC. So someone trolls it, and puts the option as a two-piece fix. They're two-piece band, <laughs> but then that wins the poll. Yeah, like, I will send what love because yeah. well, because the aliens like they first us. found our sweaty yeah. gig and they're like, oh, what's this? What's this, that? Sucking hey, the water from guys. You want to leave a little bit of mystery because yeah, if you right. lay the whole thing no, we out, won't, we won't give away. It's, the oh no, there's, it's a gonna, there's a lot more going on in there. Yeah, worry. you don't want to give it away. I don't know. I like we're both massive King Gizzard fans. Who isn't? Who lives in Melbourne? And if you're not, like, come on, do better. Everyone loves King. Everyone loves King Gizz. And I'm they always a- have some kind of concept. Yeah, true. And I'm a no, massive no. Coheed and Cambria fan from way back in the day. Love that band. Mate, Welcome Home was like my intro to oh, prog, prog rock. That's it. They'll sort you out. That's it. they got something for everyone, that band. And so I've loved them for years and years. And so I probably almost certainly influenced making a science fiction album because all their albums put together Concepts. as one big science fiction <laughs> story. Yeah. So I own all the comic books and shit. I'm a total geek about that band. Fuck yeah. So, uh, yeah. And we've got a song called Fuck It. Yeah. You just said it, so. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, boys, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> that was a long song introduction. Uh, it's yeah, like an eight-minute song introduction, but it includes some important backstory for the album. When's the album coming out? Don't know. Don't know. Mm. The drums are tracked. I just need to uh, get off my ass and record. Pull your finger out, Pat. Guitars and stuff, yeah. Well, we've got all the demos, so at least we've got something to work off. So it won't be long. Right. And uh, we do have a gig, so I guess we'll have to have at least some of the songs finished by... <laughs> July 8th at the mm. Burgey Seltzer mm. um, because we're playing a gig there. It'll be our first one since pre-COVID times. So yeah. very, very excited. It's a big gap. Yeah. Yeah. We played two, we've played two gigs as our cover band. We played one last week for my partner's 30th and we played a gig at a uh, outdoor f- music festival called Bonfire that our mates throw. They're the Fry Brothers and they light a massive fire. So Bonfire, get it? Yeah. I understand. Take a step back. I'm, I'm confused. That's quite clever, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the gig was fun, but it was way more fun. We found a cattle prod because it's a yeah, dairy right. farm and we were just like cattle prodding uh, each other. Don't, don't fuck with cattle prods, man. <laughs> it actually wasn't bad. Yeah. It's true. It wasn't it as bad pretty as, like, yeah. I don't know. 
Pato walked nice away from afterwards. Yeah, he like Pato like walked away from his like a badass walking away from an explosion. I made Jim tier two. I leapt into the sky like a child. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's cattle prod. It's dangerous, yeah, man. It's a cattle prod. It is. It's like human prod. You guys are wild. All That's right, th- thank you for coming on the oh, show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks thank for you the so stories. Much. Thanks for the also extra story about the album. I really can't wait to hear it. Oh, and it should be good. Atmosphere. Copy. Okay. Atmosphere is what we're playing. Atmosphere. Let's get it. Boys, Let's thanks for coming it. on. All right, yeah, thanks, cheers. man. Thanks for having us. Thank yeah. you, everyone. July 8th, Burgess Seltzer. This live set was brought to you by Coleman's Music, proud sponsor of the worst gig of my life. Visit colemansmusic.com.au for all your music needs. One.
And that's it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or whichever podcast platform you're listening from. The theme song for The Worst Gig of My Life was produced by Nathan Laurent. The interview and live set was recorded and mixed by Nathan Laurent. See you next week.